0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Life Design Podcast. The podcast where we speak about tapping into your most true and authentic self and designing a work life based on your own terms. For today's interview, I sat down with Annie and created the first episode on live designing. What does that mean? We tracked back her journey of starting her own business and being where she is right now, working as a self-relationship mentor, and learned what are some of the tools, some of the lessons, some of the steps that she did in order to create this kind of transition for herself. In this episode, you'll learn how to tackle transitional phases, how important change is, how to navigate the constant change of life. What are the tools that you could try out when you try to reinvent yourself and start walking on a new path? What are some of the lessons that Annie has shared with her from her journey, and why self-relationship is actually so important in order for you to get going on your dreams. I hope you enjoy this episode, and I really hope that it excites you just as it is exciting myself. So, without further ado, let's jump into the first life design episode with Annie. Hello! I feel like we have new episode formats every like four episodes, but this is how it's going to be here. (laughs) Um, No, the truth is that I've been planning for a long time to create this kind of live live designer episodes to show you some real stories of people who have managed to really design, proactively create their lives. And no matter if it's like creating their own business or being where they are right now, I feel like it's just so potent to speak with people and get more details into understanding where they were for you, understanding that everyone have had this kind of fears and doubts at the start and they didn't know what to do, but they found a way and they found some tools. And I want to create this kind of series in order to investigate what helped people to design their lives, what gave them the strength, what were some of the lessons, what made things easier for them. And hopefully the whole intention is in the end of the day to inspire you with their steps and show you that everyone has felt this moment of doubt or insecurity, they they wasn't sure, they weren't sure where they're going to go, but in the end of the day, they did some steps. And my goal with this series is to get you going. So with this series, you're in for some real life stories of people who have made huge changes in their life and have built their life proactively, step by step, little by little. What is a life designer, first of all? What do I define as a life designer? For me, this is someone who is aware that they have control over their life, that they can change, they can rearrange, they can redesign things in a way that works for them. And next to this awareness, it's also the ability to make constant decisions and actions towards this change, the change that you want to create for yourself. I want to show you that it is possible to invent a whole new version of yourself. I want to investigate more what makes people change and what are the tools that have worked for them and hopefully give you some guidance and inspiration on your way of life designing. And to give you a little bit of a backstory on who Annie is and how we met, it was, I think, 2020 when we were both in the same online business program. And we were both making the first steps on our businesses. I think it was even before Authentic Live Design was still existing. It was the moment I was ideating on this. And ever since, first back then, I remember how action-driven and so connected Annie was to her mission and what she wants to create. It was back then like empowering women. With time, it has changed a little bit and you're going to learn about this in the podcast episode. But I connected so much with her and it's been amazing to follow her journey ever since because for two years she has grown so much in her business. She just changed places. She was traveling a lot. So yeah, a lot that has happened within her life. And when I was starting to ideate on this series, the Life Designer series, her name was the first there because I knew that she has gone through huge things in her life in order to be where she is. And Sometimes it's so easy on the internet or on Instagram to see people living a particular life and be like, oh, oh, they were just lucky or things were just working for them. And the truth is that it's just a lot of hard decisions that has been made, a lot of jumping into the unknown, a lot of just yeah, proactively doing this. And of course, with this thing, I don't want to say that you are like the life designer of your life, that you can create everything to 100% as you want it to be. No, I do believe that it's a beautiful dance with the universe and leaving things to come your way, but navigating the direction. So yeah, as you can see, I am super excited for this topic. Um, And without further ado, I don't want to make you wait any longer because the interview with Annie is just so potent and we speak so much about what it is to actually have like a little bit of a wrong success idea at the start and just go to a path that is not authentically yours and how to navigate the change from there, how to actually start going into a new direction. Um, Annie was 24 and she was thinking it's too late, what I feel like a lot of people think in a moment of change and transition, Um, but through working with coaches and learning listening to podcasts, and just finding herself through different tools and making the steps towards what she wants, now she is, I believe, living what her current idea of success is. So I'm just wishing you a wonderful time listening to the episode. And don't forget to go on Instagram and check Anna Teresa Kruk, connect with her, say hi, say what inspired you from this interview, and just be nice. Have fun with this interview, and I'll talk to you a little bit later.
1: Recording in progress. Oh, this is
0: new. Last time it was this meeting is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Hi, Anna. I am so happy to have you here. Welcome to the Authentic Eye Design podcast.
1: Hello. Thank you for inviting me.
0: <laughs> it's so crazy for me. I was reflecting on like some questions that I want to dive into in the podcast, and I was like, wait. We were, like, we knew each other exactly when Authentic Life Design was born. And it's crazy that a little bit more than a year and a half, maybe two years. Now it's so nice to see where you are at, how things have developed for me. And it's just a really nice reflection because I feel like sometimes people, we tend to feel very impatient with things. But when you look back and it's like, oh, so a lot of things have changed, actually.
1: Yes. Yeah. Totally. Like, and it's so good to see other people's journey as well. And like how everything developed and you're like, oh my gosh, like she's doing so much. She's just helping people and stuff. And then you're looking at yourself and you're like, okay, it's been two years and a lot of things happened. Yeah, so the backstory
0: here is that me and uh, Annie, we know each other from a program that we did an online business program with Paige, and I have an interview with Paige on this podcast too, but um, this was the moment where we were both developing, or let's say putting the seeds of what we do now, Um, so maybe to start this conversation, I would love to know where are you now? Like, give me a good picture of your life right now, what you do, what are you surrounded by, how does your daily life look like, morning routine, whatever you feel like sharing.
1: Yeah, so right now I'm like in a very beautiful, messy growth phase kind of thing because I just move to a new city and I don't know anyone here. So I was just I fell in love with the city and I moved here with my boyfriend and we're mm. like both self-employed. So we didn't move for a job and like get a the network there. And I just like in the last years I was very focusing on one-on-one clients and now I wanted to expand a little bit and mm bring together like the thing I do in the women's circles and the thing I do in the in the mentoring, because my goal is to support 7000 women until 2027. I'm like, okay, (laughs) if I do that with one on ones, then it will be a long road. (laughs) and so I'm like navigating a lot of growth right now and also a lot of fear because I was living in the same city for 28 years and this was the first time I was like moving my base so Mm. I was in in other countries and stuff for a period of time but I never moved my actual base and it feels like you're like a plant and you're like in this pod and mm-hmm. you felt very comfortable there. But that at some point you're like, okay, the soil doesn't have a lot of nutrients anymore like everything gets a little tight so you need a new pod to like to like really grow and expand and like Mm. um bloom if you want to say like (laughs) that and this is what I did right now like with my business with myself like with all of my relationships and stuff Mm. and you you said like morning routine and stuff and i think this is one of the most important things in my life right now like having my routines because mm-hmm. even though you're in a very messy place or when you feel like okay everything is changing and you're just trying to get like security and stuff
0: mm-hmm. like your
1: routines and and like the the phases in your day are in your day or like the um yeah like the the times where you where you're able to connect with yourself, like maybe in the morning mm. or in the evening, whatever works for you. And like having the same routine that like supports you and like gives brings you joy and security and like connection. They're so important because like you can always rely on that. And I think yeah. it's like good to at some point sometimes change them and see, okay, do they fit in my life right now? Or do I need to make changes and yeah this is very important for me right now and (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah that's it's beautiful i'm seeing the excitement that you speak about this phase and this is a hard phase like if you've been to at at one place for 28 years i think you said and now you're moving i can imagine what it is because um it actually can be so frustrating it can be so scary it can be so confusing i guess in moments because you don't know like i don't know i i really like the idea that you're focusing so much on the good and the change in a very positive way because i've been changing places a lot like at first i was i think 19 when i moved from bulgaria to germany and then also within berlin i was changing five or six apartments so this kind of a new mm, new opportunity is always a really nice good start sometimes actually the first time for me it was um going away from something negative i was in a negative space in bulgaria and it was such an amazing new possibility for me to actually build something new start from all over again you can even like you yourself can reinvent yourself because i believe that our surroundings where we live how you start your day as you said um, even what you eat i don't know these things really makes a difference and um it's beautiful that you're yeah focusing on the good and you're super excited for this space and i can already see how much like new things it's bringing in both in your work in your personal life um i want to go back a little bit and just ask you because you said um what you do like you have the circles and stuff but um i know your self-relationship mentor right yeah
1: yeah tell me
0: what is what is this how does that look like (laughs)
1: How does it look like? So uh, working on your self-relationship is the same thing like working on the relationship with others. Like some people think that um, building a good relationship with yourself is only self-love. But if you look at your relationships, sometimes you can really love someone, but it's like not enough to have a healthy relationship. And sometimes mm. we love people, but it's still very toxic. Yeah. So there is so much to it. So it's about like, for sure, it's about loving yourself. It's about like getting to know yourself, like mm. knowing how to take care of yourself, how, knowing how to communicate with yourself and like nurturing all the pillars that you just have this good relationship with yourself, because like this is the only relationship that will last you a lifetime
0: like maybe yeah. you have
1: other people in your life that will stay forever but like the moment you're born and the moment you die you have to be with yourself mm. and if you like if you if you don't like yourself if you don't know how to care for yourself if you don't know yourself mm. um if you don't know how to talk to yourself then it's gonna be a hard time for you
0: yeah
1: and I love how you described
0: that yeah
1: yeah and um when I was starting this journey and to um, support women on their journey I was focusing on female empowerment and -hmm. then after working with some clients and like gaining knowledge and expertise and stuff I had this realization like okay everything just starts at the relationship with yourself like because Mm. this was the thing that every woman every woman I worked with like struggled with And so I started focusing on that and I'm still learning and like growing and like experiencing that with with Mm. a lot of um, people. And yeah, it's a beautiful journey.
0: So interesting. So it's like you found the root cause. So it's like within, in order for you to be empowered, you got to develop this like strong and nurturing relationship with yourself, I guess.
1: Of course. But the thing is, I always think that, there are so many different ways to like grow and to like design your life, like to use wow. your words. Yeah. And this is the way that I found that seems to be right for me in my world. And yeah. like for maybe for some people as well or for some people as well, because like the clients mm-hmm. I work with, like they, they resonate with that, but it doesn't mean that this is the magic cure because like maybe, another thing works for another person Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah amazing and in
0: order to get the whole picture of the now so we have you you currently have your own business Mm -hmm. you you are doing this kind of mentoring you work a lot with other people to help them on their self-relationship um is it something that i'm missing you just changed places like what what else do we have in the now maybe your relationship i know you have a partner
1: yeah. I have a partner and it's the it's the first healthy relationship that I had no. <laughs> in my whole <laughs> life. Yeah, which is like very nice, but to be honest like I had a very bad self relationship self-relationship for a long time and I was attracting all these toxic relationships as well because mm. I feel like your self relationship mirrors Like your relationships mirror your self-relationship and like they both have an effect on each other. So the relationship with others and the relationship with yourself, like they're both Mm -hmm. like having an impact on each other. And... Yeah, it's like so nice because my boyfriend is like started his own business as well two years ago. And so we're like kind of uh, in in this on the same Mm. page and like building stuff. And we're also like doing things together. together. He's like more in the fitness and nutrition kind of thing. And I feel like at some point people need both. So you need Mm. to take care Mm. of your physical health and stuff. And so, yeah, it's really nice to do that. And yeah, we're both figuring things out right now and trying to support each other on our, on our journey. And like, it's like nice to have someone who really is interested in 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 helping you grow and supporting you on your journey. Mm. And. Yeah, so we just moved to another place, away from our family, like um, just making huge changes in our business and trying to um, work on ourselves and try to work on our relationship. And yeah, mm. a lot of a lot of growth. But one thing that I wanted to add is, even though if you make a decision like moving away or like starting a new business, um being scared or having fear or doubts at some point, doesn't mean that this was the wrong decision. Mm, And I feel like this is, I I mean, I've been through phases like that a lot of times and you always come out like wiser and stronger and and Mm -hmm. stuff. And you can also have a lot of fun during this journey, but like sometimes doubting yourself or what you do or like being scared, doesn't mean that this was the wrong decision it just means that you're like moving and th- that you're doing something that you have never done before maybe
0: yeah i am so happy that you mentioned that because i feel like there is this kind of difference between intuition and fear and sometimes i have the feeling that i even think i saw a post that you uh, mm-hmm. wrote on this, this topic right and Oftentimes we feel pulled to into doing something, and we make this big step, and it's so scary. And at some like there is this moment that fear comes in, and it's like you start doubting yourself, which I yeah. think is really normal. And in my life, I've translated this into this is the challenge that life comes and asks you: Is it really what you want? Like, are you really ready to make this kind of step and grow? And this is the moment where you actually have to prove it that you're ready, because it's there just to to be a lesson for you and I guess, yes, always checking your, with your intuition. And um, I might not be right for like 100% mm-hmm. of the situations, but most of the time it's just you tap into fear. Like the excitement goes away and it's like,
1: fuck, what did I do? Yeah, totally. And what I think like people see fear as something bad and we're always like, listen to this like motivation stuff and you see all these speakers <laughs> that are like, <laughs> beat your fear and you need to get rid of the fear and stuff and i don't think that way because i think fear is a is wonderful like fear has such an important task because it just want to keep you safe and your fear Hmm. just trying to tell you if something is off or that or at times where you have to be aware maybe so if you wouldn't have your fear uh, probably you, you wouldn't survive for so long yeah. um so and i think it's important to understand our fears and to work with them and not against them exactly. and yeah hmm. i guess it, so, it's
0: just accepting it, just knowing like for me I am it's not that I'm fearless like I am scared of so many things even like little things in my everyday life but posting about something or speaking about something or I don't know starting a hard conversation with your partner or with a friend but in the end of the day it's not about not doing something because you're scared it's just Mm -hmm. knowing okay fear is here but we're gonna do it anyway because I know it's trying to protect me but I need to like break break out of this
1: Yes, I think it's so important what you're saying. I love to think about it. And um, I also do it with my clients to have like my inner team. And in my inner yeah. team, there are all my emotions. Like there is my joy, my love, my fear, my excitement, whatever. And like when fear comes up, I'm like, okay, I see you. I hear mm. you. What do you want to tell me? Okay, this and that. And then I was like, mm. okay, I can acknowledge that and we're gonna do this (laughs) so it's like we can do that so let's Hmm. just move and most of the time this works very well
0: (laughs) i love this it wasn't it it was you i think a couple of weeks ago you you were you were sick and you were watching inside out the movie isn't it the yeah. Like I don't know if someone who is listening to this podcast knows what I'm speaking about, but there is this animation movie Inside Out, um, which is exactly about um, I don't know, just putting into little different characters the emotions that we have within us. And I think it's so beautifully explained exactly this kind of fights that maybe sometimes your fear has with your excitement and joy.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a great movie. Like everyone should watch that.
0: <laughs> mm, absolutely, I love it. Yeah. So if we now have the picture of now, I want to bring you 10 years back and yeah. tell me how was how was life 10 years before Anna was like with this perfect partner, there were friends, moving things, really like coping with fear, having clients. How was life before that?
1: Yeah, okay. It was it was a long journey, girl, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you um, so 10 years ago, um, okay. So I had this 10, 10 years ago, I had this picture of myself. So I wanted to be like this, um, successful woman in corporate, like having the corner office, like drinking their Starbucks coffee and stuff, like having all these beautiful clothes and like Only living for the work and not having a partner and being like super empowered and successful and like independent and stuff so um I was studying like communication like marketing and communication and um e-commerce and before I went into the psychology thing mm. and um, <laughs> but looking back I was always the most interested in communication psychology and like the psychology behind online shops and stuff mm. and so I started to work um, in corporate and thought, yeah, this is the thing, like this is my path, I will do that and I will just like climb my way up the success ladder. Hmm. And um, I this picture ahead of myself, like life is so funny because my boss back then, she was exactly, like she embodied exactly what I wanted to be or how I wanted to be and um, working with her since, uh, for a few years and stuff. And then I had this moment like, fuck, I don't want this. Like, this will not make me happy. And I just saw how unhappy she was and like how, um, like how her life was going. And I'm like, mm. okay, this is what I wanted, but I don't want this. And so I was having this huge crisis. So I think I was like 23 or something like that. um, 23, 24. And Mm. I was like, fuck, what what am I going to do now? Like, this was my plan. Like, this is what I wanted to do. And I didn't have a plan B. Mm. And so I was just trying to keep to push like all my doubts away and stuff. But the voice inside of me just got louder and louder. Mm. And at some point I was so exhausted because I was trying to push away my feelings and like, just work even harder, work more and stuff. And I just completely, lost myself like Mm -hmm. I had health issues I had hormonal issues like and I was denying every part of me that was um, feminine or like this flow energy because I wanted to be like in this masculine and like go 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 and do 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 and then at one point I had to look in the mirror and say to myself okay this is not what you wanted to do and I had this fear of I already invested too much to change direction which is like completely absurd because I was 24 like I could go everywhere I want like but in your head it's like oh oh my gosh I invested so much I can't change uh, the plan anymore and then I really had to look myself in the mirror and I was like okay can I do that alone and the answer was no
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: and I started to work with someone like I was getting myself a coach and a mentor and I was like working through all of my shadows and like I was getting to know myself and what do I want what are my values like what is important for me and not what I thought should be important to me Mm -hmm. and what society thinks is important to me yeah and um yeah and so I changed plans a little bit but not like I didn't make this huge jump so um I was still like in corporate but I did like other things and stuff and I was like focusing on my studies and I'm trying to take time off for myself and um a few months or years I sometimes I like lose completely track of time, but <laughs> okay. m- my dad got diagnosed with cancer, and like it was a very like hard year. And um, my my dad doesn't have a girlfriend or a wife or something, and I'm an only child, so I was the only person that was able to take care of my dad. Mm-hmm. And um, in this situation, or in this whole, um, or in his healing process, I noticed okay like how short life can be and you always think okay this will never happen to me or to my family or whatever Mm. and then I'm like okay um, as long as I'm healthy I can do whatever I want and I don't want to lose any more time doing things that I don't like Surrounding myself with people that are not good for me, that are not supporting me or like that I don't feel very comfortable with and I don't want to spend my lifetime doing jobs that I hate or that I think are bullshit and because I hate selling stuff to people where I thought, okay, this is, this is not the best thing for them. And yeah, and then I was in my last corporate job and this was the last piece I've needed because I had a, a senior manager and he said to one of my, my managers, like, why do you as a woman speak when men speak? And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm out of here. And that's when I started to like um, jump in my own business. And I was doing like the self-development thing and like started to do trainings and stuff like years before. But I was scared to completely let go of my old identity. So mm. I was discovering myself. I started to build this, this like other work version of myself. So I had like these two parts if you want to say that so I had this like part that I grew up with that I just shaped um, like how society wanted it to be or uh, how I thought society wanted me to be yeah. and or my family or whatever and then I had this part of me or this version that was like the person that I really wanted to be and yeah. I noticed that because I I loved to travel a lot and every time I traveled I felt completely like myself and every time I came back like it started like the old things started to creep in again Mm. and um, after like all of this like having these health issues like having um, or supporting my dad in his cancer journey like um, all the the corporate things that happened And then at one point I I made the decision to let go of this old identity. And then things started to really change like Mm -hmm. fast. And this is something that I noticed with a lot of my clients as well. Like they, they want to change, but sometimes they are not like 100% ready to make the decision and really let go of their old version. And yeah. And when I like jumped into that fully, like things just started to unfold and okay. I started to make new connections. I started to find something, something that I really love where I could educate myself, where I could like, help people and support people, um, where I could like start to just create my life the way I wanted it to be and still sometimes I have even though I'm like very secure with my values and myself and I have a very good relationship with myself and all the people that are around me but still now sometimes I have these tiny tiny little moments like hmm maybe should I go back to corporate or should I buy a house and get (laughs) kids and stuff but it's like a few just a few seconds yeah and then I'm like okay, no, <laughs> I don't want to. Um, but yeah, it's been a long journey. And to be honest, I never thought or and, and I never could imag- imagine where this journey will lead me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, but it turned out better than I thought it could be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. There are so many things that I actually want to tap more into. And I think the first yeah. one is because you... You described, I think very well, something that a lot of people go through, which is exactly, let's say you go into university and you have this idea of the person that you want to be. And I guess in this moment, you don't realize that a lot of this is actually based on your parents, what you've seen like into your family or or what society, think success is. And you go to a direction where you're like, yeah, totally corporate, of course. Like this is what everyone tells me that I should be doing and it should be success and I should be happy. Yeah. And then you start understanding this is so not me. But no one really um explains to you how to navigate this space. And you're like, oh, there's something wrong with me. So let me stay here. Let me push harder. And I guess if so many other people are doing this, then I can I can do this too. I can just push. And it's then I guess it gets worse. But what I find really interesting is first the moment that you said you realize for yourself, you can't do this alone. So you you start started working with a mentor or a coach. Um, how does that work in a moment that like, how, what was your first experience to actually go to someone and work with them? Because I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's exactly this moment where you start realizing, okay, I can't push any more longer in this direction and I have no idea what is the next direction. Um, yeah how how was that? I know it's also connected with some kind of investment that you do. Oftentimes, these things are also not so cheap. So you got to really yeah. see the value in it in order to do that.
1: Super great question. And I think like um, 10 years ago, it was a little different because I think now like hiring a coach or going to therapy, Ooh, is yeah. like more normal. And like, yeah, like, it's easier to there. talk about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's more out there. But back then, actually, it was like, I was thinking about that. So I was like, uh, maybe should I like go to a therapist or a coach or whatever? But I was too scared because it, it was like so stigmatized for me at some point. And then one of my friends said, like I'm super done with life and I started to work with this coach and she like helps me a lot. And he he like gave me the last push. And this is why I think it's so important to talk about that. And I try to bring that up like in my circles and stuff that people start mm-hmm. to open. Like I'm not having my shit together. I'm asking for help because like, yes, yes. If, you, if you allow yourself to share that and be vulnerable, you don't know how many people you support with that. And like, maybe you change their lives with this, with this one sentence, just because wow. you sure. are open about that. And so he, he gave me the number and I, I remember this moment so clearly. I was sitting in, in one of my favorite cafes in the city mm-hmm. and I was like writing a text messages. Hey, um, I got your number from X and, um, yeah. I, I I think I need some help. Could you help me or something like that? Like I was super nervous and she just called me back immediately and she was like, she's this like warm, loving, she's just a wonderful, wonderful person. And I just mm-hmm. felt immediately felt better like talking to her. She was like, yeah, just, just come along and let's have like a talk if we're a good match and stuff. And yeah. so I started working with her and she was like, yeah she was awesome and she like really helped me but I needed that external push because I felt very Mm. lost I didn't know where to start where should I go to like there were so many options and um what you said about the costs and stuff you know I was I was working and studying but I I wasn't like super rich I had some like I Mm. kept keep myself over water um (laughs) but um I was like I I just want to invest in myself and I just want to learn and I just want to feel better and what I noticed for myself when I'm not feeling well or when I don't take care of my energy I don't know how but I feel like I'm spending more money or like I'm getting these invoices and stuff that I didn't think about and when I'm like in my power like I attract clients and stuff and like uh, just things are flowing even more but at some point I think like when when you have phases where you have like very low self-worth and you sometimes you try to feel that with like stuff you buy (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah but like that helped me a lot and it it, like it changed a lot for me Mm -hmm. one
0: thing that is super beautiful to observe is that actually you in one or another way like you have become this person for other people if you think about it um which is really beautiful and I feel like this moment of I like to say it always starts with understanding who you are understanding what you think success is and stuff like this but it's really much more easier said than done because this kind of reflection that you do it's somehow really hard to unpeel this expectations that others have and it's really yeah. hard to say okay this is who I truly am this is what I believe success is I believe success is just living freely and not working or working just two days a week and is this this is sometimes even so uncomfortable to to even say it because it feels like is something wrong with me to believe these things and I'm really happy that I feel like lately more and more people are having this more of like alternative lives different than corporate, not that it's easier to navigate sometimes, but still like you have options and it's nice to see that you have options. And the other thing I found really interesting in your story is that you said I was 24 and I was thinking it's too late. And I feel like so yeah. often people like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> it's just an interesting idea of timing that people having their heads. And it's often also connected with, at least for me, it was connected with okay, so I am, let's say 24, and I've already studied bachelor's and probably master's in a particular degree. And I just realized about myself that I actually want to do something completely different. And I know zero about it. So how did you navigate this? Because you said that um, you, you studied marketing and communications, e-commerce, yeah. that's part of things. But I also know that you um, have some background in psychology, NLP, breath work. So tell me how yeah. this kind of like transition happened.
1: Yes, I think it's it's so interesting what you said. And I think, I, I, I don't know, but so many people I know like navigated through that thing. And I think it's the timeline you have in your mind, like, okay, when I'm 25, I need to do this. And then I, I need to marry and then I need to get kids or I need to get a house or I need to have this amount of income and stuff. And so you're thinking when you're 25, you don't have any time left because when you're 30, you need to be at this point.
0: Yeah, And exactly. I think this, this
1: is, this is the stress that, that comes up in so many mm, people, totally. but m- maybe you get 100 years old. So you have plenty of time, hopefully <laughs> <And> <laughs> like how this all changed. So, um, I had like communication psychology and stuff in, in my bachelor. And I was like, very interested in that. And, um, I started this journey, like listening to podcasts and like reading Mm -hmm. books and stuff and then I was like okay this is very interesting like I, I love how the mind works and I also like in school I had um this like coach he did a workshop with the kids there and I was like so hooked by his work and um and I started to do like trainings for myself like um, about nonviolent communication and resilience and stuff and mm. I also worked with with a coach like um, one-on-one as well and then at one point I was like okay no I want to really get deeper into that and I did my first like coaching certification and um I always wanted to do this training like psychological counseling but it's like super expensive you need about like 15k or something yeah, like that yeah. and I was like in uni and I was like I don't know how I can afford that um yeah and to be honest, when I signed up for that, um, after my coaching certification, I just was able to pay the first rate, but I had so much trust, like, okay, I'm going to find a way to pay for this. And wow. I did. Um, <laughs> but like, if I wouldn't have, if I would have waited for another year or another few years to like, until I have that money, um, mm. I would be like. A few years back, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been on this journey now. And yeah, and with the breastwork, it was very interesting. So I, I was traveling through Asia for, I think, one and a half months on my own. And I ended up in this beautiful yoga retreat center in Copenhagen, mm. and um, I met some girls and they were like yeah you need to do this rebirthing and uh, rebirthing breathwork just like it's so amazing it's life-changing whatever and I extended my stay to just do the <laughs> session with them because they were so hyped about that
0: yeah. and
1: um, during that session I worked through so much stuff. Like I was working with a coach and stuff and I was like learning all these things, but this was something else. Like I, I thought this is like 10 coaching sessions in oh, wow. like one and a half hours. And it was so intense. Like all the people after that did like kind of an integration circle. And I was talking to my friends about their experiences and stuff. And like people worked through so much stuff and so many things happened in this 90 minutes. And I was like, this is magic. Like, I want more of that. And I went back to Austria and I was looking for like facilitators and I couldn't find them. And it's like, fuck, like I wanted to do that. I want to do that. And um, then one of my coworkers, said oh i have two friends and they opened up a yoga studio here in vienna maybe you can go there and check it out it's it's like super nice and then i thought um i saw this advertising okay they're like hosting they, they have someone doing a breathwork workshop there and I just signed up and I was looking at her page and she just started a, a teacher training and I just signed up for the training even though I've never ever been to one of her classes <laughs> I was like okay if nobody does that in Vienna I'm gonna do it wow. and so breathwork beca- became one of my tools as well and I'm I love it Can you tell me for anyone who is hearing this
0: term for the first time or can't exactly like navigate what breathwork is, um, how does that work? You said it's 90 minute session. What does that include?
1: There are so many different ways of breathwork. So you have like functional breathing, where you have like um, learn how to breathe in a right way, because Mm. a lot of people don't know how to breathe. And it's like supporting them, like building a breathwork routine or like, um, um like getting a healthy breath again. Mm. So I do a lot of functional breathing now. Um, and also it works like how can I describe that? It's <laughs> like uh, you just can influence your states and your nervous system with the breath. Like if you think about it, if you're nervous, you start to breathe like maybe a little faster, maybe in the chest. And if you like super relaxed, like you're breathing into the belly, you're breathing slower. So your breath like tells a lot about your emotions and how your state is right now. And you can use that to influence um, Mm -hmm. your state and your health and your emotional well-being. And this is the one part. And the other part is um, I was training in psychedelic breath. And I also do like conscious connected breathing. So it's like a breath journey where you breathe, like um, maybe like, for example, conscious connected breathing where you breathe like in a circle Mm -hmm. and you just reach, like we call it an altered state of consciousness and you get more from the thinking into the feeling and it's a good way to process old emotions old experiences and stuff it also boosts your creativity your immune system so it has a lot of very good things for you
0: (laughs) crazy i've been currently i'm in a phase where i'm learning a lot about embodiment because Mm -hmm. let's say that what you just described for breath work i have the feeling that i have the same experience with dance and it's true that it's still an embodiment too so embodiment pretty much means working with your emotional um world through your body and this would mean meditation is one part of this but it's very static so um breath work yoga um dance i don't know all singing of these things, even singing different massages time massage yeah. um so it's really interesting to actually have a tool like a real like instrument that you can use in moments as you said like just for having this like understanding, okay, currently I feel super stressed and you see my breath is like super short and it's super in my chest. And it's interesting that through just breathing differently, you can actually create like a different, um, just change your mindset or your like current emotions. So yeah.
1: yeah. I think what you said, like the whole embodiment movement that is happening right now is so important for our culture and for all the people, because like for so many years, um, people saw the mind and the body as something completely separate, which is not true. Yeah. And so we're so disconnected from our bodies, mm. and oh but and and from our emotions and like uh, and we're like a highly traumatized um, people all over this world. And so the thing that really works is like coming back into our bodies and like process all of those things and all of those emotions and learning mm. how to feel and it's not like stop thinking it's like having both and like learning to have this connection between um the thinking and the feeling and your brain yeah. and your body yeah. and like seeing that as one and it's also like our lifestyle and like I, I saw it in your stories and stuff so you're doing a lot of sports and dancings and movements and yeah. it's like your body is made to move we're not like made to sit at our tables the whole day or like Mm. we need food. Like we need to fuel our body. We need to have social connections. We need to have fun. We need to feel things like even the bad emotions. I don't think there are bad emotions, but we need to feel all of them. It's not to feel good all the time. It's to have like the full range of emotions and experience that and also like work on our thinking and like how we see the world and stuff but it's Mm. you need both
0: this is my opinion totally yeah I'm also seeing this more and more lately because I feel it's been even in my coaching sessions it's so much in the mind, we're trying to solve everything from the mind, like rational thinking, yeah. and, and being analytical, being analytical about your emotions, but it's not feeling them, it's not letting them go, it's just, yeah. oh, let me think now about my emotions, Which is even, <laughs> like, if you speak about it, there is, I feel like when you, when you have these kind of tools to actually bring them out, um, and this awareness lately, that's, I think this was really mind-changing for me a couple of years ago, when I started to understand that's, taking time to nurture your body and your soul, not only the mind, but these yeah. things is exactly like just as important. I don't feel like we prior- prior- prioritize this is enough and it's for sure not prioritized in a society where like it's work, 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 and, like be more productive. Um, but to bring you back on, I'm trying to create this kind of like Rote Faden. it's in uh, German, great that yeah. everything is
1: coming in German right now. One thing that I wanted to add to that yeah, is like, it, it it's so interesting like because you're in like more the business area but it's the same issue there like okay i'm I'm thinking about my emotions and so we try Mm. to think (laughs) our way out and it's like the same thing um sometimes i notice how disconnected people are from their bodies because when when it's when it comes to setting boundaries like how do i know how, when i should set a boundary it's like mm. you feel that like you feel this tension maybe in your shoulders or in your neck and in totally. your belly yeah. and like yeah. bringing people back to that not thinking like okay should i set a boundary now or not or whatever but like listening more okay what is actually happening in your body like and Absolutely, like taking yeah. that. Seriously. And like um, acting from that as well. So mm. thanks for sharing, sharing that from your world. Absolutely. I'm
0: just learning to do that, I feel. I am realizing that with some decisions, for example, there is the rational thing. There is the directly, oh, I probably should be doing this. And there yeah. is the body being like, no, please
1: don't do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i have time to listen to you now
1: <laughs> do you think or like from your experience every time you made the decision only based on your mind and your thoughts and your rational thinking um versus the decisions you made like maybe um with your gut or like both um what were the 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 better decisions you've made so i feel
0: like mostly i'm actually in the mind i think i still am in the mind and i know that this is a big thing of mine that I'm trying to be much more like intuitive and working with all of these things that I'm speaking mm. about. But it's so, it is so it is hard. And one thing that I really liked um, from another podcast interview I did um, with Karma Kindness, it was on human design. And I was asking her exactly about, okay, how do you actually consistently change your actions towards something that is still uncomfortable? For example, listening to your intuition. And she said something that I'm trying to do right now, which is always reflect on the moments where you've actually done these things. Let's say just keeping track on every single time that you actually made a decision out of your intuition and something really magical and crazily like positive for you happened just in order to have this kind of validation oh my god last yeah. time i did this this happened because oftentimes we're so scared we're actually just scared to make these decisions and i feel like because like the autopilot of our mind is just worst case scenario like all of the bad things that can happen this kind of validation and just yeah thinking about all of the all of the times that this was serving your trick record. exactly and now when i think about this actually all of the moments in my life where i've jumped into the unknown with so much trust in in myself and in the universe it was the it was the moment where miracles happened literally like i don't even want to say sound cheesy but it is like that just some situation happened out of nowhere and it just pushed me in the right direction but um next time something like mm, such a step comes in front of me then i know to do it because i was like ah okay then (laughs) another miracle probably will appear um yeah but yeah how is it for you
1: um yeah so i think i try to incorporate both right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to like i'm like i i love to go with my gut feeling i'm like an mg for oh, all yeah. the human yeah. design yeah. lovers out there <laughs> um and i i like i think because in for me intuition is a lot of based on um, the experience you've already made in your life and mm-hmm. so i know i learned a lot and i like my track record is very good so i i i I solved a lot of things and I worked through a lot of things and I can, I can trust that. And, but also at some point I tried to like, just think with my rational brain and like having all the pros and cons and like uh, talking to people and stuff. But I'm trying to have like a more of a conversation between those two, because for a lot, a, a long time, I was like the complete different thing um or like the opposite of you because I was going a lot with my gut feelings because like way back then I was going a lot with my rational thinking that I was only going with my gut feeling and now I'm like trying to have a conversation with both and like using both but for me um I think I'm like this type of person. I need to go to this extreme and then to the other extreme, and then I can find my balance. This is how I, this is how I do things in mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. most of the Same time. for me, I can resonate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Mm, one thing I wanted, I'm trying to create this kind of, let's say, backpack of the tools and the things that you have gathered mm-hmm. within this kind of 10 years, for example, I just said it as an yeah. example, but yeah, your journey in order to get from where you were to where you mm-hmm. are right now. And some of the things that I wrote down was you've worked with coach, you've worked with some kind of mentor. You mentioned that you've heard a lot of podcasts, even I think before that, um, yeah. and then Brett work. Tell me other things that you have gathered now in your like backpack, yeah. let's yeah. call it. <laughs>
1: One thing that really changed my way of thinking in the last couple of weeks is um, a lot of the time I'm this person, I'm trying to solve problems in the future or I'm thinking about what if this is happening and stuff. And so I need to get Mm -hmm. myself back into the moment. And I know for, for myself now, I have this thing, start solving problems that you don't have yet. And every time I drift into the future, I'm like, okay, is this a problem that I'm facing right now? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, what is the first baby step Mm. that I can do to solve that? No? Okay, then future Annie will take care of this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so this changed a lot for me. And also, um, maybe it's not like a tool, but it's maybe a way of thinking But what I try to um stick to is not being too 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 attached to who you've been to who you are Mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to change and it's like this thing um about like yeah getting to know yourself it's not done it's not done if you do that once so you're changing and you have to do that maybe 13,000 times in your whole life and like allowing yourself to change and to get to know yourself in this version that you are right now and like maybe your values change, maybe what you like changes, maybe your purpose um, changes and Mm -hmm. like not being too attached and Also, if you have done a lot of work on yourself and like personal development and stuff, I think it's important not to feel, okay, this is, I'm like at the end state. Like even if I've done a lot of work and even though I've discovered myself and I learned a lot about myself or I worked through trauma and like old experiences, but allow yourself to become another version. And like, um, and I think this is something that excites me a lot about my life right now because I really like the version that I am right now and I just love what I do and I love the people that I'm working with and I love the people I have around myself and I'm also excited because I don't know who I'm gonna be in 10-15 years maybe I'm the same but maybe I'm not maybe I'm yeah. a completely different person. Maybe I, I want to do something completely else. And like, this is my purpose right now. And I'm helping a lot of people. And I love doing that. But yeah. maybe in 20 years, I want to like start a farm or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And this is something that keeps life so interesting. And like, mm. I want to like show people to have joy in this uncertain thing and like having fun on this journey of creating yourself and like discovering yourself Mm. and it's not about like reaching this end state and i think this understanding helped me a lot and i know like if you all the joyful times i i enjoy them and i learn a lot from them and i just trying to be super present but also Mm. the times like right now I still feel very good about myself and I'm like happy even though it's like a stressful situation yeah but I know it's just a part of this journey and it's like a chance to learn something new or to change in some way so It it doesn't have to be super painful all the time. And also the painful um, phases of your life, they're also super important for you. Mm. And I love what you're saying. Yeah. And I think this is like the, the 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 main thing that helps me the most. And of course, then you have all the tools. Um, But all the tools that are changing and it's like, um, (laughs) right now, right now for me, it's um, I love movement. I love dancing. I love going to the gym, lifting weights. I love being outside. I love... Being at the water in the forest. Yeah. I love um, journaling. I'll do my daily breathwork practice. I do my daily cold exposure because mm. I just, it gives me a lot of life. Um, and I, I just started to track my habits a little bit to just. Yeah, I see, saw that. Yeah. If <laughs> balance and like have no phone time and stuff. but also i'm I'm working a lot right now because I have something that is very important to me and I want to bring that to life. and I'm putting in the work. and I know it's a lot and I can't like maybe I can't keep up this pace for mm-hmm. uh, for for forever. but I know that I don't do that until forever, but it's just mm. a phase. and I'm trying to support myself and my body in this journey right now and yeah but it's also there are so many tools out there and like for myself because i'm interested in so many different areas like i love eft tapping i love breathwork i love nlp i love mental training i love (laughs) like the whole systemical work and stuff so i i because of all my trainings and stuff, I have a lot of tools and it would be super unrealistic if I would incorporate every every Mm. single Mm. tool in my life because I wouldn't do anything else. But it's good like to have different tools and to just feel like, okay, what brings me joy right now? What brings me safety right now? What makes me feel good? And Mm. like switching that up a little bit and I think this is a good way to go. It was so beautiful to hear what you're
0: saying and just track back when we we're speaking about change and you were just saying yep. how change is not something that you do one time. And then it's like something that continually goes through, through your life. Um, when we go back to Annie from the past, Annie yep. had like a particular identity about herself and it was so scary yep. to actually make a, it. It was not scary even to make a change. It was doubtful. <laughs> it was, can I even yep. change? Like I am this person yep. now. And it's interesting to see how once you create this change for yourself and it's not like something that happens overnight but at some point you look back and you're like oh my god i'm a completely different person and you because you've walked this path one time and you've lost your whole identity in order to rebuild yourself in a particular way you now know how easy and also exciting it it is maybe not easy okay this is not the word but it It's not as scary as before because you know that actually only good can happen out of that um, even though it was scary before so yeah yeah it was beautiful to hear how you incorporated this kind of mindset um, which is also part of design thinking even that it's not about what do i want to become and becoming this one thing and then staying this thing for the rest of your life it's always what do i want to grow into next and in six yeah. months, you can ask yourself the same question and in other six months, and you never know which direction it's going to take. This is something I've been facing so much with me going into different professional directions. Sometimes I want to do more of dancing. Sometimes I want to do more of the coaching part. Sometimes I am so excited about branding and next six months, I don't care about it. And it's okay. Like for a long time, I was thinking that this yeah. is like a, this is some kind of split personality I have. And I don't. <laughs> just you don't. In the chain. <laughs> And the change that is happening. So I think you you just described this beautifully.
1: Yeah, I think it's um, having some flexibility. And I I had zero flexibility ten years ago because mm-hmm. I had like this stuck personality was like super hard and like unflexible. And mm. now it's like okay, moving with that a little bit and I think also what you mentioned and what I think is super beautiful is um, and what I noticed for myself is it's good to have goals and to like have a vision of where you want to be and like mm-hmm. manifest and stuff but also not being too attached on the outcome mm. and because when you're too attached to the outcome i i for i believe for myself that you're getting unflexible a little bit and like focusing on like having all those goals and like working towards them but Mm -hmm. also like focusing on the process and like making changes if if you need to and yeah and sometimes yeah and i think what's important what you said like um going through those phases and like grow having these growth phases and then you're nurturing your track record so if you mm-hmm. do something exactly. and then you yeah. learn and you have the experience so you build self-trust and then it, it gets easier every time you do that yeah. and um, <laughs> sometimes I have this picture if I like um, really hold myself back to do something or if I'm scared, like having this like huge ball and you think like, okay, this, this, like, I need to push it. Like it needs to move, but I don't know where to start and it's so big and whatever. And then I'm thinking, okay, I just need to Push it, and then it just starts to roll. And when it rolls, it rolls. But it's yeah. like the, the push. And I'm no like, ball okay, effect. <laughs> just push, push the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love this metaphor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: if you would meet Annie from ten years ago today, what mm. would you tell her? Is there an advice you want to say, or maybe something you're thankful for? Anything?
1: Yeah. I think the first thing I would say to her is you're not only your body because like I was, um, I, I struggled with a lot of eating issues and eating disorder and stuff. And I just thought, okay, if I'm like super skinny and that, and I'm super happy and I like identified (laughs) myself with my body, um, Mm. okay. You're not your body. You're not your success. And what does success even mean to you? (laughs) And... (laughs) Um, And I would tell her to like be open and just try things and fail and like just having fun and like allow yourself to to just, yeah, go with the flow and just maybe fail, but then try again and just don't limit yourself. And Mm -hmm. what I would also tell her is because I have the same thing like you, I, I'm like interested in so many different areas and since I'm having my own <laughs> business I notice how they can come together and they're not yeah. separate but I yeah,
0: exactly. I
1: heard I so many times I heard like you can stick to something or you decided to do that you can't make mm. a new decision and mm. stuff and I really believe that and I was trying okay I need to push through because if I don't do that then I'm not like having the discipline to do something yeah. and 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 I would tell my younger self like it okay to have different passions and just try them out like put your time and love into that and see where it will lead you and maybe Mm. it will come together at one point or maybe you try things out and then you see okay this is not for me and you just let it be or whatever and but not limit yourself and make friends with other women
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a big one
1: yeah this is a big one
0: well i would let little vikra listen to your advice too <laughs> i think she can benefit some of them but yeah that's beautiful tell me a little bit yeah. more about your um offers right now how do you work with people how can people find you what are like different i don't know even formats that they can reach you if someone really resonated with this idea of working on their self-relationship
1: Yes. So I have a new offer um, starting in September and it's called Female Powerhouse and and it's a group coaching program where you have a lot of like self-learning but also like group calls you have a lot of workshops so I will do a lot of workshops um, I will do um, mindset stuff I will do breath work I will do a EFT tapping I will have someone doing a communication workshop like how you can communicate in a confident way I have someone doing cycle wisdom. so Covering a lot of things, um, limiting beliefs, emotions, self-care that supports women on building a relationship with themselves, yeah. but being part of an epic women group at the same time and being surrounded by women who want to build a good relationship with, their, with themselves as well. Mm. So I'm opening the first um, spot right now. And yeah, I'm super (laughs) excited for that after like doing one-on-ones and workshops and stuff for the last years. Mm -hmm. And um, I will also have a few one-on-one spots, but um next year. Now I'm like Mm -hmm. full. And I for the people in Austria, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have some live workshops um in September. I have a body love workshop in on the 9th of September, and I have a wild woman circle on the 10th and we do like a twerk shop and like going into (laughs) sexuality and stuff so it's gonna be very juicy (laughs) and you can find me on instagram at Anna Teresa Krug and yeah just send me a All DM on Instagram and I, 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 yeah, yeah. I just love to talk to people and connect with them so even though you don't want to work with me I would love to get to know you <laughs> mm, and
0: like
1: the, the communities everything and yeah those That's are my amazing. plans.
0: I, yeah. I really like how your focus right now is on group experiences because even the things that you mentioned in person that are still group experiences and I like how this connected to the advice of start being friends with women. I feel like these are are the places where you can actually build such a nurturing relationships with women and stop having this idea that it has to be toxic and it has always to have either comparison or I don't know. um, It's in women's circles. I've had some of my most true and nourishing and vulnerable but also beautiful beautiful relationship um so thank you for opening this
1: space yeah it's it's like i really love women's circles and they've been a huge part of my journey and um having like all these women and saying I've never been in a, in a circle of women and not feeling judged or feeling very comfortable yeah. and like yeah. sharing my problems and my thoughts and not being mm. the only one who thinks like that. And this is what we, what we talked yeah. about in the beginning, because you think you're the only one who's facing this problem, but exactly, you're not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for being here and sharing all of this with me and with us, everyone listening to the podcast. I feel like I can talk to you for hours and hours on different topics. So probably I'm going to meet you again here in the podcast. Um, but it was really wonderful to to go through your journey because as, as we spoke um, before the podcast, I've been following you for what, two years now. I yeah. know how things are developing for you. And one thing I really appreciate in what you do is that it always comes from your own lessons and wisdom. And I see how, uh, even in this episode today, we were speaking about first your issues, um, about your self-relationship and you going through changes and you going through transitional phases and, um, your, um, kind of, like resistance that you had to female energy and now doing all of these things that are connected to female energy is actually yeah just really beautiful to see how it comes from your true lessons in life and it's not just a trend you're following or it's not just an idea that you had it's yeah just your life and it's really beautiful to see that
1: thank you so much for your words and thank you for having me on the podcast and i would love to talk to you anytime soon (laughs) and i am excited for the next interviews and that you're trying to like really hear people's story because for myself I learned a lot from people's story like how they work through things and I think what you said right now what's so important is that you're having your own experience and your own journey but also like being super respectful to like let people having their own and even with my clients what I really try to do is not like projecting my story on them and not giving them my solutions but really giving them the space to find theirs because their wealth view is maybe completely different than mine and I think this is like having the empathy but like letting people finding their own way and yeah but it's like This was such a nice conversation and I really admire you and the work you do. And I'm so excited where you are in two years and where your life is going (laughs) to be. So, yeah. Thank you so, 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 so much.
0: I just loved talking to Annie and I hope this episode was inspiring for you too because it shows exactly the journey of someone. It shows the different steps, it shows the decisions, it shows the learnings, and this is exactly what I wanted to create with this series. I don't want you to see perfect pictures of someone and thinking that they just had it easy or thinking that this kind of life is not for you. I want you to start thinking about your ideas of success after this interview, and are you really living and going towards the success that you want to create into your life do you have the supporting communities do you have the people around you and are you vulnerable with them to tell them what kind of challenges you go through and where you want to be and what you dream about and this is why me and annie we do what we do because we want to open up space for people exactly for that. And she works much more into the direction of self-relationship and just being good to yourself and being supportive and really being your best buddy until the end of your life. My focus is much more on what do you really dream of and what is re- stopping you from doing this? Why haven't you done the small steps? Why are you not living your dream life? Why don't you believe that it's there for you? so if you feel drawn to work with someone even just hop on a clarity call and see how the energy is i would absolutely encourage you to hop on a clarity call either with me or annie check out what she does Um, a lot of the things on her instagram are in german but she would be happy to speak with you in english she's super friendly so don't be scared and just do the little steps and i know sometimes this is a big investment not only money-wise, not only financially, it's investment in time, it's investment in your priorities. You're going to change within the process, but you got to be ready to do these things. So yeah, let's go. Let's go.